Welcome to Human Tech, a podcast about the intersection between humans and technology. My name is Guthrie. I'm here with Susan. Hello, Susan. Uh, good afternoon, Guthrie. Good afternoon. Um, so uh, today's topic is we're going to do um, perhaps the the uh, what's what's it's not a trilogy. What's it called when you have a four quad? I don't think you. you it has a name when you have four quadrennial. No. Um. Yeah. Uh, the the probably the multi volume multi volume of our uh, sort of web three series. And, you think uh, this will be it? We'll finish. Maybe, maybe sure. this one maybe. will turn into like a, uh, like a Harry Potter, uh, volume seven, Sequel, Deathly Hallows. It just keeps going. Well, there's part one and then part two. Oh, was just, oh, the, book okay. was, the book was too big. Um, and they're like, yeah. So, well, huh, we'll so we've been things. talking about the, so I guess, cause not everyone who's listening may know about the, the series. So, uh, we've, I guess we've done three We've had three conversations about this topic, and this is going to be our fourth. What <clears throat> and what is the topic, Guthrie? Oh, okay. So uh, this this sort of came about because there was a lot of t- talks about the metaverse and a lot of um, um, talks about you know Facebook and Web three and the NFTs were a hot thing. I, I should say that we were recording this on March second. Um, since we have started this series, uh, there have been sort of global events involving uh, the Russian invasion of Ukraine and things are a little wild. So I want to acknowledge that that is happening and that's obviously much more important. Um, I don't, I think there are probably, uh, there's a, there's a podcast I was listening to and, uh, basically you said there are, um, better, uh, better people who are talking about this, uh, the topic at length. And so I just want to acknowledge that we acknowledge that this is happening, um, but we will sort of uh, brave forward. So if you're looking for a reprieve, maybe this will be that. Uh, and if you don't want a reprieve, there are lots and lots of other um, great sources of information and thoughts uh, about such a thing. Uh, the other the other thing I, I wanted to mention is I was watching. So uh, uh, Bill Simmons has a podcast and he had Zach Lowe on his podcast. And uh, Zach Lowe is a basketball uh, junkie, and he has the same mic as we have. Okay. <laughs> okay. He has the. He has. I know because sometimes they put like the a clips random up. Random thing. Yeah. yeah. I think they do what we do, where it's like it's a podcast, but apparently they also like record video. Okay. And so I saw uh, Zach, and it was it was really weird because he had the same mic that we have, which is not it's nothing fancy. It's just a it's just a blue Yeti mic, but he was using it. Because we read the instructions and we sort of use it the way it's supposed to be done, yeah. and he was using it um, like it was a like like he was singing on the voice or something. Like his his face was like in the microphone, like a, like it was a conden was a condenser mic or something. <laughs> really? Um, was that I'd good never or seen bad? Like it. It's he sounded normal. I don't know. So today I'm trying. I put my I put my blue Yeti mic like real close to my face. But I mean, he's on ESPN. Like I'm imagining he's a professional. He knows what he's doing. I don't know. Uh, Bill has like the like the ten thousand dollar like you yeah know, with like, the, the thing and like the yeah, yeah yeah. But he, I mean, that's his main business. His podcasting. <clears throat> so are, um, are we getting the ten thousand dollar mic? Are you ordering one for me soon? <laughs> no. Okay. Let this, that's that's funny because uh, as a hobby, she likes to do uh, 
Uh, she's a singer. You are. And so you, you, you actually, not a $10,000 mic, but you have a collection I have of expensive a, I mics. I have a pretty good mic for, yeah. for that purpose, sure. but that's not, I wouldn't use that. Well, it doesn't, you know, it's not meant necessarily to hook up to a computer. I mean, you could obviously get adapters, but that's not what it's for. But yes, I do have a very good mic. Uh, I have a better mic than voice. Oh. <laughs> I don't think my singing. Oh, what's the what's the what's the Texas phrase? Uh, uh, something what? like a ten gallon hat and a one. I don't know. I don't know. All I know is that one cent. That I'm, you know, I'll be somewhere and I'll something. be singing, right? Shoot. And and sometimes, you know, you're singing like I'll. Uh, uh, I was at an event and I was singing with a big band behind me and I was not the only singer. So I had did two songs and another singer did two songs. And so we decided it would just make life easier if we ever, we didn't constantly switch out mics, you know? So we were deciding whose mic to use. And I said, well, we can just use mine. And they were like, oh, well, what do you have? And I sh- showed them and they, everyone was like, whoa, <laughs> <laughs> you, you have the real microphone. Yeah, I think they were a little surprised because I'm not that I'm not that great a singer. But all right, um, so uh, I would I, rather talk about singing than music. But go ahead, we can. <laughs> well, talk I was about I was just going to say I have to uh, have, uh, let's let's do a recap of where we were at, um, okay. and then at some point, you know, if my cats cats interrupt me or something, you can take thirty seconds. I can take it. I can I can go the, off on a music. Take a solo. Uh, uh, you know? No, I am not. Do you, you may not remember this, but years ago I was on a podcast as a guest and no, was this on a, yes, I was on a podcast with as, as a guest. And this also happened to me in a live, uh, keynote talk where my hosts in both instances had heard that I'm a singer and said to me, okay, what, give it, give us a tune. And like a, like a nut I did, you know, no, don't do that to me. Um, All right. Um, So I'll, I'll give a short recap where we were at was, we're talking about web three. We're talking about NFTs. Um, We sort of did a whole thing about, uh, we talked about the the UX and UI of VR and AR and yeah. how sort of difficult that is. We talked yeah. a lot about mental models and yeah. the, what the mental model of something is. And we talked the mental model of NFTs and what some of the adoption problems uh, might be as it sort of goes through. One, one of the, um, I, I am, uh, we kind of come back now as we sort of m- move on to future things is at, at the end of the day, generally new products need to solve a problem. Now that problem in, can in be... In order to be successful. Yes, now that problem can be silly, right? So like a, a mobile game just solves the problem of I'm bored and I want entertainment, okay? That's not necessarily like I'm going to change the world, uh, but it is a problem uh, that needs solving. So... So, um, you should, you should give talk for 30 seconds while I take care of a cat (laughs) about the potential, uh, problems that web three might solve. 
in in from from what you've heard. Oh, give me an easy question. Uh, or like, oh, we'll back it up. How about just social media as a con as a con right, go as ahead. a concept? Go ahead. Okay. So he's gonna right go. Back. Um, I'm gonna talk for a bit. He's gonna go take care of his cat. And I guess uh, one thing I'll say about this cat is this is a a very old cat. It's like a 17 year old cat, and and uh, they take really good care of it. So we we will. We will acknowledge that a cat that old deserves maybe some special attention. Um, yeah, so I think it's an interesting question about what kind of problems um, <laughs> new technologies solve. And I think, I mean, my opinion, Guthrie may or may not agree, is that a lot of times the problems we think we're solving with new technology are either not that important or not that necessary, or they're not really problems, or this is in the mind of an entrepreneur who who uh, thinks he or she is a visionary and and uh, has just come up with this brilliant idea to solve a problem that doesn't really exist. Um, however, uh, the other thing we know is that humans are very, very social. And they'll use any technology at all in order to be more social and to be social in new ways. Um, so I, I think, whether fortunately or unfortunately, there's probably an end, endless appetite for being social, connecting with other people, uh, gossiping, understanding where one is in the social hierarchy, understanding one's position on a social hierarchy ladder, uh, understanding what everyone else's position is on a social hierarchy ladder. I think it would take thousands of years of, of different evolution, perhaps, to get to the point where humans aren't endlessly interested in that. So I think any technology that um, does anything to enhance or do something new or something more with the ability to uh, socially connect in various ways is probably going to be of interest. Thanks for that filler. That was great. I did really good at just filling time, didn't I? I knew you I, had a good, well, I knew you had a really good answer to that question. That's why, that's why I set oh, you up. Thank you. Okay. So the, so the, one of the problems that I particularly see with web three or yeah. is defined as Web3, is sort of a metaverse, NFT, blockchain future. Oh, my is, gosh. That's a complicated uh, phrase. Okay, go ahead. I'm not exactly sure what it is, what's the problem that it's solving. Yeah. Like, yes, it's entertaining, but is it really that much more entertaining to be in a VR space than it is just to play an engaging video game? Like, yeah. think, like, think of back in the, you know, like, like the graphic, graphical wise, right? Mario, like on Super Nintendo, like N64 games are really engaging. They're a lot of fun. Like the original Mario Kart, Mario Party, all, all these, all these games from a thousand million years ago. Um, there are, there are know. really fun, I, engaging I, games. Yeah. Except, and, and that right. was a long time ago. So now even today, right, where you have all the modern graphical power. So does being an AR or VR, 
is it really making that like is there any other problem necessarily that it's really solving well these are this is an interesting question and one thing that comes to mind for me is <laughs> is that you might be getting old well i know so i know i'm old, getting old this is what old old people or older people say you know i don't know why we need all this new stuff i in my day in my day you know and and we've kind of we is that true or is that not true is it just because of a generational difference and what you're what you you are used to i mean just for the record i did not grow up playing mario i'm too young for that i grew up playing different games on mostly pc but you didn't didn't grow up with vr or ar well i didn't no that's true but i am not i mean all right this reminds me of the conversation i'm not sure the younger generation is either we it's not like it's not like tiktok where young people are using tiktok at huge rates and older people you know generally aren't it's not like uh uh, like young people are walking around with headsets all the time. Like they don't. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I, I, I mean, it's, it's def. Look, if you're talking about in, engagement and, and entertainment, you know, there are multiple levels to that. And one co- can be uh, a visual level of sophistication and okay, engagement. That's good. Yeah. One can be an audio. Yeah, that's good. Level. One can be a physical level. One can be a mental level, and social um, level, and a social level. So, yeah. you know, the it is a real. I mean, let's let's take for an for example for a moment, the the game Wordle, W O R D L E, which yes. has become very popular in the what the last couple of months. It Probably by the time people listen to this, it'll be. Not popular because no. these things come and go. Right. But right now, it's very popular, very engaging. There's a lot of people of all ages that like it. It is pretty darn simple. It doesn't have any audio. It doesn't have fancy. It does have some visual and some animation, but it's not super fancy. So there are different ways to engage people and entertain people. You know, and and there and this swings back and forth in a pendulum. I mean, what's one of the most popular things right now with you know younger people, at least people who are under the age of forty? Um, Roblox is is what Roblox is. Uh, no, I'm thinking about. Oh. Uh, uh, I'm thinking about uh, vinyl records. Right? Yes, yes. Like Certainly that's, resurgence. Right, a resurgence of vinyl records. You know, can you really say that the sound in, level of engagement is better? It's different. It's physical engagement, which is, a, which is different. So that's what I mean. There's a lot of different ways of being engaging. And, and we, we sh- one should not assume that more digital is more engaging. More visual is more engaging. Mm-hmm. Better quality audio is more engaging. A, a, a virtual graphics. experience is more engaging, better graphics. It's very possible that that is, but I think you make a mistake if you assume 
that in order to be engaging, you must keep pushing that that envelope. Can I, can I ask a, uh, a brain science question you probably don't know the answer to? <laughs> Why not? Go ahead. So when we're talking about visual engagement, one yeah. of the big uh, selling points of VR is that you are you're you're you know you're engaged completely, right? You're 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 total you're, you're total field of vision. Yeah. But the problem with VR is because you you know you're running that software on the same hardware that you would run a normal video game on. It's yeah. not like it's not like the VR machines are these super fancy, awesome yeah. supercomputers that right. It, like it's just the same machine. So yeah. because you're running um, a massive 3D environment across a much wider field of view, and you generally have to run it at a higher resolution for the eyes, and you're going, you know, that the eye oscillations. So you're actually running two screens. Yeah. The the visual quality on the same hardware of VR is going to be much worse yeah. than the visual quality of a computer, like uh, a video game you could run in that same. So, so what is more engaging visually? A computer game that has really high graphics that like looks more realistic, but is only in central vision or a, uh, a VR experience where you're yeah. immersed or, but, but the, but the uh, graphics, the visual sort of resolution is lower. Yeah. Okay. That's a really complicated, I, I have a complicated answer to this question. We're definitely going to have to have a part one and part two because we didn't even, we, we haven't even gotten to the, to the, to the main part, but we'll, we'll see how we, we'll see how we go. Because it really depends. So first of all, I understand what you're saying. You know, um, look, in real life, your central vision is very clear and very good, uh, unless you have eye problems, but, um, and, and it isn't corrected, but, and your peripheral vision is, uh, is blurry. I mean, our peripheral vision is not very, we don't have good acuity in our peripheral vision. I don't, I actually don't know. Maybe you know whether the virtual reality is simulating that accurately. Simulating I don't, I, what accurately? Okay, so in v, in a VR headset, if you have it on, yes. and you're looking straight ahead and you're seeing some things, but there's also things going on in your peripheral vision, is what's in your peripheral vision, I guess you'd still see it blurry because it's in your peripheral vision. I, I just think it's, I, I think it's going to be hard, as you said, with the current technology to make that very seamless. And... I think if it's not like it is in real life, then, you know, would it be more, in, it, it would be, I'm guessing it would be more engaging visually if it was very high quality and more like real life, but maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm wrong. You know, I think we're very used so to- So we, we are assuming, we are, I'm just, I only say this because- there's an assumption that VR is more engaging than than two dimensional. You know, yeah, I, I, I think, VR and I'm is, not entirely sure that yeah, that's actually I the case. I think it's different, but not necessarily more engaging. But I think it depends on the VR and how. I well think VR done. that like if you had more a more powerful experience in VR, then perhaps. But well, if you're just you running apples to apples, right on the same hardware, I think that's going to be a problem. 
Okay. Um, yeah. So okay. that was that sort of brings us up to present. Okay. So one of the other, uh, so I was saying, I was thinking about, you know, Web3, which really doesn't mean anything yet. Um, one of the, uh, we had, we had talked that maybe, maybe what the problem that Web3 could actually solve that would be much more important is, is the problem of trust and security on the internet. Maybe that's what Web3 actually is. Instead of, yeah, VR instead of or AR, entertainment, social. Which, yeah, which, well, in many ways, you know, Web 3 looks a heck of a lot like Web 2, except yeah. with, like, fancy headsets on. Right. You know, like, is right. there really that much of a difference? Um, so how do you see trust and, and security being solved? Well, I don't know. Um, I, I'm not exactly sure what the solutions are yet. We can talk about what potential solutions might be. But, uh, but it's a real problem. It's a real, real, real problem. And and, um, and what level are you, are you talking about here? Because there's a lot of levels. I mean, are we talking about let's just solve this password thing so we don't have to keep typing in passwords? No, let's 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 just compare it to real life. Okay, okay. we'll use real life as our benchmark. You okay. go to the grocery store. Yeah. What percent of the time are you worried? Are you worried about getting scammed? You know, what percent of the time are you being harassed at the grocery store from other people? What percent of the time uh, do you, every time you pick up an apple, you have to log into an account to make sure that you're the one who picks up the apple yeah, and yeah, yeah. someone who's pretending to be you picking up the right, apple? Right. How risky do you think this is to your financial and other security when you walk into the grocery store? But yeah, so so the the amount of hoops that we have to jump through, the yeah. amount of spam we have to take, the amount of right. advertising that we have to consume, the amount of uh, times we have to log in, verify our identity left and right, getting scammed constantly, and then the harassment on any single platform that has anonymous users on it, yeah. or even semi-anonymous users, yeah. is really terrible. Yeah. And I know, I'm not saying that it's because, I mean, it's just humans being humans, but with a new tool to, you know, like the, like, a, like in, what was it? 2001, a space odyssey when the monkey figures out how to pick, how to hit another monkey with a stick. And now, you know, yeah. uh, that opening uh, sort of opening all right, sequence. All right. All right. But I'm going to cut through this and say that you, there's yeah. a, there's a big problem with this theory. What theory? I have have I that, even said a theory that that Web three point could solve the perhaps it could solve the security uh, trust problem. I'm not saying that it can or can't. Um, may maybe you're saying that it's too big. Of, it's it's an impossible problem to solve. No, I'm just that's saying not what I'm saying. Okay, I'm just saying wouldn't that be a maybe that's like the next great. big step. I think that would be wonderful. But here's what I'm concerned about: that I would love to hear your point of view. As an economist as well. Okay. Let's, let's, let me hear, let me hear it. Where's the money? Well, the, obviously, yes. Because, you know, if you're talking about, oh, let's use, let's use technology to get people more socially connected, to get them engaged, you know, the assumption is, yeah, you could probably make money doing that. Where's the money in, in making 
I would think one could make the argument that there is money to be made from having people feel safe, from having people feel not harassed. Well, just imagine a platform that's not terrible all the time. But here's the interesting thing. Twitter, but not terrible. Humans. What a concept. So far, we seem, yes, it is a concept, but so far we seem perfect very willing to engage even though I mean you know you all these you know Facebook or or whoever you know they're all collecting and using the information they're all I mean we we still engage even and and lately lately there are more and more people that say I'm closing all my social media accounts and all of that but it's amazing how, you know, it's like, hey, do you realize that, you know, every, every photo you upload, they own or do you realize? And it's like, yeah, whatever. Right. And we just keep going. So I think it would be hard right now to convince an entrepreneur or a, a venture capitalist that they could make money by by working on this problem, which is probably why it's not solved yet well maybe maybe you are what you what you really need is you need eyeballs and you need attention and that's what web 2 did was they just made it more engaging on a social level and the social level of course uh you know directly contributed to more eyeballs and more attention and therefore huge sums of money because once you have eyeballs and attention you can monetize that in lots of different ways i do wonder um, if let's, let's just take the security aspect of it. Imagine if you'd never had to, uh, log in, if there was a service that existed and it just said, Oh, well, if you use our service, you never have to log in anywhere ever again. There's a cryptographic key that's embedded in the thing and with it, you know, you're anonymously hashed in the whatever in the magical sauce. And then uh, you just you browse the Internet as if you were browsing the fruit uh, section of a grocery store. And if you want to purchase something, you just press a button. And well, it seems to me something. that there there is a, a financial benefit. You know, there's a way to make that worth worthwhile from a profit point of view and that's from the from businesses right because every business in in the world spends a lot of time and energy trying to secure stuff and they're you know secure lot for their employees and all of that so well okay so that's so that's one let's take the next thing which is large groups of people hanging out together online yeah okay yeah. It is mostly failed anytime it's been tried. The most successful has been, <laughs> I know this sounds funny, um, has been work Zoom meetings. Like people meeting on Teams and Zoom for work probably has been one of the only times that large groups of people have been hanging out together online, being able to talk freely um for an extended period of time there this has been tried in other instances 
and it's cool for a couple months and then it's immediately overridden with right. spam, abuse, right. blah, blah, blah. The, the the company tries to crack down in, in the crackdown. It basically destroys the key tenants of what, whatever was happening and it just dies. I remember a thousand million years ago uh, using chat roulette, which is, you know, you press a button and you randomly get connected to a random person on earth and you can just talk with them and hang out. And it's like, what a cool concept. It was a cool concept. Sometimes it was really cool. But then it got to like the point where like, you know, 60% of the time, it's a bad interaction. And so it just falls apart. You look at multiplayer games. I, uh, I used to, I still kind of do sometimes, I used to play a lot of StarCraft, which is a video game. There was a point in time where they rolled out a chat feature. Uh, I play multiplayer StarCraft, and so uh, generally 3v3. And so, you know, you're randomly assigned usually random because i don't have you know i don't have a bunch of friends who play starcraft right. okay so there's three people on my team and we're playing three people on the other team uh it's a very collaborative effort you want to coordinate your, all your movements and let people know what's going on so there was a moment in which they rolled out this chat feature and everyone was using it it was really cool um for a couple months and then you just have like then it, it was like a third of the time someone is just blasting weird russian techno music like the entire time and then like the other third of the time someone is just swearing or just being abusive and saying terrible words and it was just it was just bad and so at some point me and and everyone else just switched the mic off so they spent all this money implementing this cool communication system and then because uh there was they it was not able to be civil and it was not able to be you know trusted and blah 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 and they certainly didn't you know, police bad actors in any capacity because they yeah. didn't have the capability of doing that. Yeah. It's just dead. Um, there have been tons of, I mean, it's only, it is a meme and a joke. Like if you play like call of duty, you know, on Xbox, there is a certain type of uh, screaming and language and culture that is a joke. It's so, like, people are like, Oh yeah. Well, you know, what did you expect? You know, so like the expectation is that over 50% of your interactions playing a video game online that has just like an open mic is going to be terrible words, insults, screams, random noises, inner music that is very, um, we'll just say interrupting uh, and general, generally just like terrible behavior. Now, is it mostly like 14 year old boys? Sure. Right. But like, that's really no excuse. So I think there's a lot of money to be had. Let's let's take the virtual concert system. OK. A real concert is fun because there's an interaction between the crowd and it's within the crowd and the performer. It's a really cool, engaging experience. The only way that they have been able to make virtual concerts work is a one way street in which the audience watches and is silent and can't do anything. <laughs> and they're just, we're all watching the stream together. Like it's the Super Bowl, you know, and that's fine. But, but the reason that there haven't been these cool interactive experiences where, you know, like I'm hanging out like in a crowd and I have a section, like imagine a world in which we were like watching, a, watching someone perform and, you know, like on my screen were like other people who are like around me and we could interact in real time and cheer the way that when you're in a regular concert, right? You can look around and like clap together and like do stuff. None of these, I think that 
there is a market for these experiences. I think you could make a lot of money if you could pull this off. Um, do you think it's possible to do? Well, that's the thing. Up until this point, uh, security and the policing of bad actors have has been completely impossible. And there is, as far as I know, maybe I'm wrong, outside of the professional work setting, you know, like maybe like a conference, there's cool stuff with like conference software. But outside of a professional setting, um, no one has been able to pull off more than like five people on an open mic, just random on the internet in any forum besides yeah uh, yeah maybe no, if you have like a knitting group who's all friends who like yes come on and knit together or something you know there's like i'm sure there's some niche cases but there hasn't been a large platform that has been able to do this um and so that that is my long-winded explanation I, for I, like I think there might be money i think there I might think, be money if you I could pull it off there is i think there is i think uh, uh Imagine. Uh, Do you think there are there are companies, organizations who are currently working on this? Well, I don't, I don't know. know of any. If there are, you if anyone knows of any, you should. Part of the problem is that, in some ways, it's a difficult. It's it's even a harder. A lot of the people who work on these problems are tech people. Yeah. So if there's not an obvious. They don't see it as a human's solution. They don't think on those terms. Yeah. They just see it as a technological solution. So like VR, right? How do we make a space yeah, where yeah, yeah. like, you know, different yeah. host clients are logging in at the thing and the that's like the that's where the like the 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 creativity is. Is it all has to be some sort of technical implementation. Right. In this case you would I'm sure you need both. You need both, exactly. You need the technical, technical implementation implementation to to allow the policing of you know the, the the other problem is people one of the problems that's happening is that in the real world when you're at the grocery store how do we police each other what's what's the what's the what's the what, what happens well there are multiple levels i mean one is just the sense of level. okay so uh there there is um, there's you're shopping for fruit. Yeah. Uh, someone shows up, um, shouting profanity and insulting people in the fruit aisle. Yeah. Okay. Then what, what happens in the real world? In the real world, probably you go get a st the, you don't even have to go get the store manager. The store manager is going to come out. Let's back up. It. Let's back up. In the real world, everyone ignores the person. And gets that's far true. away. That's true. You know? you know? That's true. There is a... Uh, yeah, there's a social shunning. A social shunning. And that's also, hard. I mean, I live in Chicago, um, where uh, uh, it's probably well, less likely in rural depend, Wisconsin. But It depends on where you are. I was going to say, it depends on where you are. You know, I remember um, a really long time ago uh, when... When cell phones were relatively new and headsets for cell phones were really new. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, yeah, I was sure. in the grocery store yeah. with a headset on and I was talking maybe to you. I don't know. Probably, I was talking yeah. to someone and while shopping 
And that was, I, I had someone follow me. Oh, because I thought the, you were just muttering to yourself? Out of the store and to my car and, and say to me, and this is in central, rural Wisconsin, and touch me on the arm and say, are you okay? Should I get help? Because they had been, apparently she'd been following me all through the store and I was talking to myself like, and sometimes loudly and sometimes softly for like half an hour. And she was very concerned about me and she didn't know what to do. And she was going to call the store manager and so on. So I think that, um, you know, what happens also partially depends on where you are because up where I live, I'm sure it happens sometimes that that someone is is doing unusual behavior in the grocery store, but it would be less possibly less likely here than in Chicago, just because you have so many more people. People yeah. in Chicago, we just don't have very big population of people here. But yeah, I think how people behave depends on where you are, depends on what the norms. I think the norms. So would well, hold would, on, hold on, hold on. So before what? we got to go step by step at a time. Okay. Step at a time. Okay. So you have, even in the real world, generally, if someone is, let's just say, blaring music and screaming profanities. Yes. You can see that coming from a couple aisles away. Yes. And people just naturally distance themselves. That's true. Yes. So a technology that would allow uh, the behavior of someone to be in theory analyzed and broadcast as to a certain like, Hey, like, you know, like keep this person at bay yeah, in some way. Yeah. Um, where may, you know, so if you're, if you're making a video game and I'm now I'm just making stuff up, you know, like, like when you queue for matches, you don't get any matches, Yeah. you know, or like they're, they're stuff like that. Okay. Yeah. Okay, so that's the part one is generally people just sort of leave them to themselves. So let's say it continues. And now the person, um, you know, is becoming more aggressive. The the equivalent of uh, stalking someone on Twitter and swearing yeah. at them on Twitter, like yeah. all the time. Okay, so now so now they're following you around the store and they're, right. they're, and they're yelling. You, at you. you can't just yeah. avoid them right. easily. Okay, so then what's the next step? Well, that's interesting because I think, a it's again, possibly a couple of things. One is I think, um, uh, you know, bystander behavior, right? I mean, mm -hmm. if, if I'm in the grocery store and someone's following me around and yelling at me and it looks like I really don't want that to happen and I'm trying to get away from this person, it's possible that there are other people in the store. And it's, again, this would happen, would be very likely to happen up where I live. Oh, uh, so other people in the store would come to my aid. Yeah, they they sort of stand around you. They stand around. They get a manager. They get a manager. They tell the guy to cut it out, or or something like that. So yeah. there would be, there would likely be assistance from other people, even though they are strangers. Right. So so yeah. So that so that's the next step is figuring out a way to have other bystanders sort of come to someone's aid. Now that assumes you have a culture where people want to help, and I'm not sure on the internet that's true. In fact, there might even be a culture of wanting to hurt people on the internet. That's a, that's its own problem. I don't know if it would be successful. But okay, so that brings us to the next step: the manager, right? Yeah. Someone who then 
actually has control and ownership over the space and the ultimate authority about sort of the level of decorum. Yes. Uh, a manager would not allow a bunch of people to just have a party right right there or start destroying things on the right. shelves or like like if you're harassing patrons yes they and ask the manager, you to leave uh, the manager has a protocol and resources of escalation as well when mm -hmm. does he or she call the police right and when the police show up you know that they, you can they have if, a protocol. if you if you yeah there's like crime right laws you know right and then right. sort of you know, in theory, you, 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 know, you go to jail. You're kicked right. out of the store. Being a public nuisance or whatever. So there are certainly uh, privacy considerations. There are First Amendment freedom of speech considerations. Um, on the flip side, uh, I just need to remind everyone, especially in the United States, that freedom of speech does not apply to private entities who run their own systems. It only applies when talking about the government. It's a general principle, but you actually don't have any rights on private systems. They can do whatever they want. You don't have that. You don't have a right of freedom. There of is speech. no free speech on Twitter. It doesn't exist. Oh. Twitter is a private platform. If you want to say things, you can just leave your computer and walk outside and say things. That's where your free speech rights actually come into place. So maybe the idea of giving all of our political discourse to private, independent, third-party corporations, like maybe that's a problem. But I'm again, I went to law school. It's not a free speech consideration in a legal sense. It's maybe a free speech obligation in a moral sense, you know, in an ethical sense. If people if people believe such a thing, but there is no right on a platform t for that. So there's not going to you can't sue Twitter because they're censoring certain things. Yeah. Um, on the flip side, uh, there's a difference between like like banning certain political ideologies, for example. And that's where things get a little tough. And people would try and work their way, you know, find the loopholes in the system. And just like swearing at people and interrupting their space and being, you know, some sort of scammer who's like standing outside the grocery store trying to get people to sign up for, for some fraudulent service. Um, you know, Guthrie, these are, I these find, are just different. this is interesting to me because as you're talking about this, my reaction is, seriously, why aren't we dealing with, why, why isn't this being dealt with? Like, why did, it really, we really need to, This is this is a a big opportunity. I hope it's cheaper just to say people should please themselves and just to walk away. I think it's really hard to do. Uh, you can say that, but in in real physical life, we haven't decided that. Correct. Yeah. There exactly. are very very few places. I mean, I'm sure there might be some there, but I don't think there's a lot of places in the world where anybody can do anything they want and. And and it's and it's okay. And we just we you know oh it's too hard to police people. It's too hard to get people to to stop harassing other people. So we just won't do it. You know, it's just like too bad. Sorry. Good luck. Um, 
I, you know, we don't, we have some level of uh, security and, and rules uh, in most places. So it's kind of fascinating now that, I, now that I'm thinking about it, which can you believe I haven't really thought about this before this conversation? I find that hard to believe. It is kind of really odd that we, that this hasn't been deeply addressed. And, um, but of course that this will, and you may not want to go to this place in the conversation, but I think it leads to this assumption that, you know, the platforms are the ones that are supposed to be taking care of it, you know, uh, hence the hearings, you know, why isn't Facebook taking care of this? And why isn't Twitter taking care of this? But isn't that analogous to, to, well, if someone is abusing people or bringing weapons into the grocery store, it's total. the grocery store needs to deal with it. Like, it, it is their problem and their problem alone. Well, no, it's not. It's no, it's not because they can call the cavalry in. But that's what I mean. But isn't that? Wouldn't that be analogous? It's like why, why, why isn't Facebook taking care of this? Why isn't Twitter taking care of this? You know, let's bring them into a hearing a and tell them they must the take care of it to take care of their customers. To, but they, to, but it's not assumed that they will have their own private police force. Right. 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 But isn't that kind of like what we're saying to these, to these. Well, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Um, You know, web two is not my space, right? Like web two wasn't a platform. There were platforms that web two was integrating social aspects into, you know, online, Right. Experiences. Right. But that was plat that that had nothing to do with the but there were platforms that did that. Yeah. And ma- and became big doing that. Yeah. Um, but that that wasn't web two. So web three won't necessarily be platforms, but it's but it's uh, you know, again, if we're if we're making the case that, you know, maybe safety and security and trying to make the internet much more like real life where we walk around and there's a certain um, level of safety and security that allows us to go places and spend money in, you know, in a comfortable environment. Um, so I, I think, I think definitely you'll need systems. That's, that is for sure needs to happen. You need open standards and maybe at some point, uh, you need, a larger institutional body that has rules that can come and police in some capacity bad actors. Uh, this this is where I don't exactly know how that works, but um, you could think of uh, you could think of like a third party service. That has like for so let's say you're a, you're a small you're a small little startup, and you have you want to have like an open forum discussion, right? Right. 
it's it would cost a fortune to right, moderate right. all but the posts could, and but you have could. have these really let's just say let's just assume there's these in we're in the future right let's not worry about the technical limitations of it yeah we're in the future there's these really sophisticated things where you empower other people to you know shun people who are bad actors yeah. blah 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 much more sophisticated than looking at posts and having like a moderator approve or disapprove right, a post right, right. um especially if it's happening in real time. Right. Right. You know, right. so we're just on an, we have an open mic and anyone can say anything. And there's just a way to, you know, again, not have just sort of like, you know, the band right now we call it the band hammer. Yeah. Where you have to have a moderator and the moderator is right. like constantly doing all this work. Let's just assume there's a technological solution that makes yeah. this all much better. Yeah. You know, and so if you're a startup, you just, you know, you sign up for the service yeah. Right. And then you have like access to the service, right. uh, much in the way you can sign up for a CDN. And if you get DDoS, uh, you, you know, you sign up for a yeah. CDN and then the CDN sort of protects you in that capacity. You right. pay a little money for that service. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, much like the grocery store, they have their own little sort of whatevers. But then if, if, you know, they don't have, you know, a way to police it, but they can call the the people who actually do police it. Right. Um, and, you know, so. Uh, I like they this. Can, they can sort of then sort of police it that way. Um, I'm with you. Like, so I I think of everything we've talked about in our series. Mm -hmm. This is the best. I vote <laughs> well, that Web 3.0 tackle this. Um, one of the problems I think anyone has been in an online setting where there has been abuse especially if it's not just like a twitter post especially if it's like a live yeah like a playing live. on a video game or something yeah. like that um there's always like a report a person feature i don't think those do anything i'm not even sh like i have no <laughs> like if you report someone like nothing what, happens. What actually happens? And then, if, and then if and then if people do get banned from being reported, then they then like bad actors will just report people they don't like, right? To yeah, like mess yeah. with them. Yeah. So like they're abusing so the why system. Why have that? Uh, maybe it's well. Just I mean, to make you need you to have it for obvious case for like really obvious cases, you know, or like or someone's like map hacking or cheating or something. But it's map, not map hacking. It's not yeah. effective. But there's there is. It's it's like if you it's like if someone is being abusive in a grocery store and you call the manager and there's like a five percent chance the manager shows up and then the manager goes, eh, I don't know. Um <laughs> you know, like Here, fill out you're not even form. gonna call the manager anymore. Right. 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 So it, in the same way, like when you if someone is causing a disturbance outside yeah. your house and you call the police, about fifty percent of the time, the police will show up and do something. Now, I live in Chicago. I've called the police. They don't always show up. That's just living in a big city. We can, you know, talk about that a different and, time. And where I live, it would be... I have it in Madison, too, by the way. 99% of the time, they yeah. would show up. Yeah, there was, a, there, there was, a, a, there was a, a person having a mental health crisis on the street who was also perhaps maybe having a physical crisis, like was saying, I need help, like, I'm going to die, like, someone please help me. And I called the police three times and stood outside for half an hour until a patrol did. This was downtown Madison. Yeah. And they eventually did show up. Yeah, but I had to keep calling. So, you know, it's not perfect in real life either. I understand. 
Um, but generally, uh, it's yeah. generally it's it, yeah, it took it's it's pretty good. Um, Madison has a particular history, I should say. Uh, maybe maybe they fixed it, but they have a history of not responding to nine one one calls. They actually got sued because someone. Wow. This yeah, there was, there was a college kid Madison. who was like, "Hey, like, I need help," and like, they thought really? it was like a prank call, or they didn't send anyone. Oh, goodness. You know, less than great outcomes, and it was, it's not ideal. Wow. Anyways, so this this is this is this is all to to say, we we seem to be in the infancy of this, because at least with VR someone has laid out what the future looks like and we might think it's stupid and we don't, we might think this is not going to catch on or maybe like. I have, a, I have a question for you. I have a question for you. Yeah. Bless you. So recently, uh, metaverse, that's the name, right? Metaverse yes. recently metaverse has, announced you know they're going to go into this whole whatever meta. meta space and they no, no no the company's called meta oh meta it's not metaverse okay yes. meta recently meta has announced they're going to go they're they're going to be doing work in this area and they've committed a lot of people and money and resources and so on so why didn't they decide to tackle this other thing instead well again i think you have if you have software engineers running a company they're looking for they're looking at what's cool in a like a software development context and making cool 3d spaces and avatars and code and all that kind of stuff that's cool and know. coming up with like robust social network platform stuff is just difficult i i think i think it's i think it's cool I think there are also um, one of the bigger problems is that there are regional differences that make things really hard, mm. right? So how do you make a technology that doesn't, for example, track you everywhere you go? Yeah. You know, China yeah. has done that with their social yeah, 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 credit yeah. system and people are right. like, that's terrifying. <laughs> like, right. let's not do that. Yeah, right. That sounds yeah. really bad. So, so, how do so you... it might be hard to find something that's universal. Well, but or, the, not or that's not... To. a that, that that's not easily abused by totalitarian governments, governments for example. Yeah. yeah. Um, and that has the flexibility to adapt for different places. You know, the United right. States, we have a, we really like free speech over here. So yeah. like, we're okay with people saying things that we may disagree with, as long as you say it in sort of a respectful manner. Yeah. That's, we, I think we're, I think, you know, but like that may might, not be true everywhere. We, you, you you go to the grocery store and someone's you know walking around, or the the truck in in the parking lot of the car has like the bumper stickers of the political party you very much dislike, you know, and you might roll your eyes and it's like oh you know this guy, but as long as it's civil, it's, it's this okay. is sort of yeah. you know we're we're okay with this. Yeah. In other places, uh, they yeah. may be less okay, right? Yeah. So. It needs to be flexible. It needs to be adaptable. You need to have. You need to empower users. And um, generally, I don't think customers see users like that. They see them as um, monetization schemes. 
Yeah. So, so like, why yeah. would you have, but you know, if we're talking about the user experience of a platform yeah. Yeah. and you really want to increase the social connectivity of it, yeah, you know, like I'm with, I'm with you, Guthrie. I hope I, I look, I'm kind of fascinated now in like a week of Facebook really like rolling out. They're like, Hey, come check out the metaverse. It's great. Yeah. Like, Instantly, there were people who were sexually harassing people online, or at least like I trying know. to in whatever capacity. So now they have like these six foot bubble things. All right. So I think you need a an uh, abuse. All right. And it's, I, yeah. To wrap this up, I think I'm I'm going to give you a challenge, which is I think you need a, oh, a no. meme and a slogan hmm. about this to get this to get interest in this. Web three colon. The web goes west. Okay. You, I web tell you what. Colon, okay. return of, <laughs> of, of the, the web. Okay. Would you, I think you should take some time and think about this. You don't have web to Web three, anything. colon, <laughs> a long right. and unexpected journey there Guthrie, and back again. Guthrie, we are out of time. Can we tell people how to get hold of us? Well, we got, we, we have, we have two more minutes for me to do this. Web, no, uh, in all in all seriousness, I guess you could do like Web three colon, um, uh, uh, make make the make the web like real life. <laughs> make make uh, make the web not a terrible place all the time. Yeah, I like make the web not a terrible place all so, the time. All the time. So, uh, if you have ideas about what the meme and slogan should be. Um, you can send them to us via email. Guthrie, how do people reach us on can, email? Info at the Can I just give one more idea? You can give one more and then we got to go. You're always trying to wrap us up. I got things to do. <sighs> okay, fair enough. That's fair. So you, could, you can combine some of these technologies together, okay? Like yeah. what if Web3 making it safe and secure and not terrible unlocks all the meta stuff unlocks being able to want to go into three-dimensional virtual worlds with people because it's not terrible like that's what's going to unlock the world not necessarily that there's stuff to do but that it's like a fun place to hang out I agree. or blockchain I think, it is, right? I think i think it enables all of it why so. not use the blockchain in connection with like, so I have like a YubiKey, which yeah. which is which is a, a two-factor authentication, but using a physical device that can authenticate you. Um, sort of like maybe you can say like your fingerprint scanner on your phone, except it's better and different in a lot of ways. Why not use that in combination with the blockchain, in combination with open standards, and implement it on a browser level? So that any website you go to, you can pop in your YubiKey and, you know, for the government not to track you, it's not a problem because you could have a bunch of them if you wanted to, right? Different accounts. It's all on the blockchain. It's anonymous. But it would at least authenticate you to a specific um, uh, uh, uh secure authentication something so that as long as you have your key plugged into your computer you mm -hmm. can access any website without a password 
because it automatically can create a secure connection knowing that it's you on there, you know? Uh, or maybe just like a one click, right? Like what's your secret picture, right? And it shows you like 10 pictures and you pick like the picture that maybe yours is like a teddy bear or something, right? So that's your two, two factor authentication. The first factor being the much more secure in-person, like on device, you know, uh, system. And then the second being, okay, just to make sure this is you, do a two-factor authentication by picking which of the following is like, uh, oh, uh, this, 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 uh, this is a Web three, AI and semantic web. Um, that's good. So the point is, that would be really cool if you never had to write down a million passwords. Yeah. Ever again, and I think you can use some of what's being branded now as the Web three technologies. To, to do that and so you could have sort of a we could bring it all we could bring it all together um maybe yeah no that's how people in estonia vote they have a key that they put plug into the computer that the government has worked with so the government can securely identify who's who and you just vote yeah. online securely i like it i think it's estonia Got okay me. i'll let you go let me go uh, good conversation. I, I enjoyed it anyway. Okay. Uh, interesting. Yeah. Work, on the meme. Work on the slogan. And we'll talk to you next time. Okay. Thanks, everyone. Thank Bye. you. Bye.